Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, Wolves Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Yay. Download their app. Be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Here in studio with my guy, Big Dave Bow, B-A-W-L Sports. Our guy, Will the Goat, off today. He'll be back tomorrow. You can follow us at CHGO underscore Bulls. Our pal producer, Lawrence out of control. What's up, Law? Put yourself on the screen. Come on, man. Come what on, you, Dave. It's what we Just do we every time. What are we doing here? We don't have to Damn beat it. around the bush about it. <sighs> Let's put your beautiful mug on the screen. Let everyone see you and how awesome you are. Hello. Uh, I like the sweetness shirt today. Yes. Very nice. Faux Aaron Roger. How are you, sir? <laughs> Uh, I remember I don't like him anymore. I know you don't. Yeah. He, he's terrible. Have you watched Hard you know, Knocks? That's what my brother calls you all the time I when know. you come up into my yeah. conversations with my brother. What do you call him? Faux Aaron Rodgers? Mm-hmm. Literally that? Mm-hmm. Faux Aaron Rodgers? Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm hopefully much less of an asshole than that guy. So. I heard oh, he's really nice not, on this No hard contest. Knock. I heard he's nice yeah. on this Hard Knocks. I, I did see him getting some nice, uh, good positive reviews from his... His yeah. Hard Knocks episode one appearance. He's trying to change his image, man. He's getting well, older. Too late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Once a douche, always a douche. Go back in the darkness, you loser. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, uh, we've got some fun things to talk about today. Uh, as you can tell, if you are seeing the headline, if you're hanging out with us live on YouTube, we're going to talk a lot of Zach and Demar as a duo on today's show. Uh, Jay Cliffs in the comments already chiming in saying, "L title numbers schmumbers." <laughs> Sometimes numbers are important. Sometimes. Sometimes they don't tell the whole story. Most often they don't tell the whole story. Fact. But uh, there are some interesting numbers. Some good for Zach and Demar that we're going to talk about today, and some that I think it's fair to say are worrisome uh, because, uh, lo and behold, Bleach Report put out something else that uh, Bulls fans might not like. Ranking the best star player duos uh, among NBA teammates, Zach and Demar nowhere to be found on the list, mm-hmm. and there is a valid reason why, and it has something to do with, that's right, kids, numbers. Mm. Uh, so we will get to all of that on today's I got show. I to show you first. What, uh, what's up, Dave? Because I know it was driving him crazy because Matt's I don't control. like when Dave <laughs> drops surprises on me. I think he likes control very much. Can you put that up, please, Lawrence? Oh, yeah. We're gonna, the we're first gonna go year there. eligible basketball players for the Basketball Hall of Fame has come out. And as you can see, the name on that list, ladies and gentlemen, Joe King Noah is now eligible for the Hall uh, of Fame. year eligible man listen he's got to go in i mean he's got to go if we're combining the college career and the nba career it is the he's in the smith basketball hall of fame yes not the national basketball association hall correct, of fame correct back-to-back college titles with yes. florida feel like that gives him a strong boost and a decent chance yes. I, I as the biggest joe kim noah fan in the planet 
in the stratosphere, <laughs> pick your universe. Biggest one I know. It me. I am not fully convinced that he is going to get in. Fair. Do I, with my wildly biased opinion, think he deserves to get in? Yes. Yes, I do. Okay. I think we'll, I'll tell you we break this down some more tomorrow. We can. Let's do that. We'll I'm glad that tomorrow. it was a, a happy surprise. I told you when it was a happy surprise. Like, so look who's Hall of Fame eligible. <laughs> I thought it was going to be somebody I hate. Literally told him the Just entire to time, me. this is a happy surprise. And he's still like, no, I don't know what it is. So I hate it. I, I don't like so surprises. Much. I was I could have been mean and sent you what Dwayne Wade was saying on the Dan Levitard show today about Jimmy Butler going to Miami. I'm not gonna do that though. I, saw, I didn't do it. I saw that. But I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. D Wade. Hey, well everything worked out fine because Jimmy's in Miami now. <laughs> Up yours, Dwayne. <laughs> Up yours. Hey, now hold on. That's Chicago Sky uh, Owner. Owner. This is correct. Yeah. DG AF. <laughs> It'll be good for the sky. It'll be good for the WNBA. Great. I, I say once again, stay the hell out of my way, Dwayne. <laughs> I can't wait till he comes in studio. Know, it's gonna be Man, that's going to be a magical day. You hear yeah. me? Uh, magical. On pointing out that Joaquin could be in the same class as Vince Carter. I mean, Vince Carter, unquestionably first ballot Hall of Famer. Do we all agree on that? Unquestionably. Yes. First ballot Hall of Famer. Joaquin might not be first ballot. I don't think he's first ballot. No. No. Like um, I, said, we'll get I also some... saw Kyle Corver on that He's list. On that of names? List. Yes, he is. I'm sorry. What? Yes, he is. Kyle Corver is on it. <laughs> what? I have to look up his college career and, and see what he did in college to, to Creighton, baby. verify. I that. mean, my guess is he made a lot of threes. Yes. <laughs> Safe bet. I'm, I'm going to say he was athletic. I'm going to say Kyle Corver was an athlete in college, man. Uh, he looks like he could dunk a couple times. I mean, he's super tall. Like, he's not short in shooting yeah, these threes. He's like 6'6, yeah. 6'7. Six, 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 and as, as as we discovered, what, on, on last Thursday's show, he is also a member of a boy band with Mike Dunleavy Jr. and Kirk Heinrich. Yes. So he's got that going for him. Yes. If being it. a member of a boy band also gets you closer to the Basketball Hall of Fame <laughs> by some illogical calculation. It's true. He can do these things. He's on that. Jamal Crawford also on that list. I don't Jake think. Jake Crossover. Yeah, let's go. I don't think he'll get in, but it's, uh, it's good that he's on there, though. Our guy, Clown Friends Rules TV, pointing out J.J. Barea also on the list. You know what? J.J. Barea deserves to go to the Basketball Hall of Fame simply for that Mavs sweeping the Lakers series. Also, for whooping LeBron and the Eagles in the finals. Yeah. J.J. Barea, you get the Hall of Fame for that. And also... Making LeBron look silly. Yes. And also, he's winning at life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's winning at life. That young man is winning. In what particular way? He, he's just a winner. He's, he's winning? He's a winner. Okay. <laughs> J.J.'s a winner, man. Googling J.J. Barea <laughs> spouse. <laughs> he... he He's winning. That's all I'm telling you. He's, he's a winner. Shout out to him, man. Also a new coach. I believe he's coaching now, too. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you, JJ. Wow. W. You hear what I'm telling Damn. you? Damn. W, my friend. Double U. Wins. Wow. Win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> that, is, that is a championship-level spouse right there. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh man and he got the fat contract too after the dallas mavericks yeah got that fat contract with minnesota i believe yeah yeah man shout out jj Barea. i've never had anything bad to say about our guy jj Barea. shout out john sabine as well but yeah i believe he's coaching now uh in puerto rico if i'm not mistaken that's I think awesome that's what he's doing so i also just discovered via google that that's where he got married good place to get married <laughs> very good place sir good place to uh, grow up. good place to get married it looks like uh, career earnings right around $58 million. Come on, man. It's called W's right you there. Can, mm. Like I said, he's winning. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's just winning, Dude's man. He's winning. He's winning. Shout out to him. 
You shout out to him. Uh, yeah. Shout out to JJ Barrett. Tip of the cap uh, to you as well. <laughs> Miss Corningstone. Uh, shout out to Trey who threw us a super chat saying shout out to Big Dave for letting me know what time I can catch you guys live every day. Hey, Trey. Yeah, he hit me up on uh, Twitter. Yeah. And was that, I believe it was a week ago, if I'm not mistaken, Trey. He hit me up and he's like, dude, what the? He's like, y'all are really missing out on super chats because I never know what time y'all are coming on. And I want to call. And I told him exactly when we come on. He said, cool, you all are my connection to Chicago. I love the show. It's great. He's in Atlanta. Shout Shout out to you, Appreciate Trey, that, Trey. Appreciate you, bro. Thank Appreciate you, uh, Yeah, pretty much, other than a few exceptions here and there, in the offseason, we've been at 4 o'clock Central Time yeah. in the afternoons, Monday mm-hmm. through Friday. We're here, bro. Uh, yeah, fr- speaking of which, tomorrow's Friday, show, Friday, we've got later, though. What? Monday through Thursday. Monday through Thursday. Monday through Friday, Thursday. It's, it's, Fridays are at 5.30 yeah. usually. Yeah. Because it's like 5 in the morning in Australia. And right. Like, no, no, Mark no. K yeah. can't just be doing shows in the middle of the night like a crazy yeah, person. No, he can't. Uh, also, tomorrow's Thursday show is pushed from 4 to 5.30 yes. start time because of the, a bunch of things we got going on around the studio tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. So we will see you then. See you um, then. Uh, Esteban in the comments pointing out Google uh, trends in Chicago. For some reason, JJ's wife is trending. I wonder why. Because <laughs> he's winning. I don't Cause, know. Because uh, they're all winning. Yeah, they're all W's right there. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, first thing on uh, today's to-do list not sure if you saw this but it came from one of my newest favorite twitter accounts okay that being nba university oh that account if y'all ain't following nba university on twitter y'all are missing out they do incredible stuff in the world of nba stat breakdowns graphs charts rankings um and this one came out a few days ago Mm -hmm. uh actually i think towards the end of last week and we bookmarked it and saved it for this week the highest volume long mid-range shooters in the NBA, and among them, who are the most efficient. Check it out if you're watching along on YouTube. Uh, our guy Law just put it up on the screen for you. That's wow. So, to most likely no one's surprise, mm-hmm. you know who show, shoots the most long twos, which is defined as 17 feet or greater without mm-hmm. being a three-pointer, mm-hmm. in the NBA last season? I, I'm guessing. Nemo! Wow! DeMar DeRozan! Didn't know that! Who had over two whole attempts from 17 feet or greater Mm -hmm. in the mid-range than the next closest player. Yes. As you see, Brandon Ingram of the Pelicans is at 2.9 attempts Mm -hmm. per game. Debo at five. Yeah. Then... DeMar's teammate, Zach Levine, at two and a half, along with Paul George, who is also at two and a half. Paul George's teammate, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. 2.3. Yeah. Brandon Ingram's teammate, CJ McCollum, 2.2. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, 2.1. Devin Booker, also 2.1. LeBron, 2. And Booker's teammate, Kevin Durant, 2.0. Attempts per game between 17 feet and the three-point line. Yeah. Uh, uh, all mostly respectable percentages – the very best being, uh, I think Paul George had the best percentage. Can you put that back up for a second, Law? Okay. I got your music. Don't worry. I got you. I got you. Take your time, man. Got you covered like a blanket. Covered, covered like, a blanket. like a blanket. Thank you, sir. Yeah, so uh, Kawhi shot 47% on his long twos. Actually, Kevin Durant mm. with the best percentage at nearly 52% on his long twos. Mm. But DeMar, very respectable, 45.4%. And right there with him, almost identical, Zach Levine at 45.3%. Uh, more efficient than Paul George, Brandon Ingram. Mm-hmm. 
CJ McCollum, Clay Thompson, mm-hmm. Devin Booker, mm-hmm. and LeBron, who couldn't even crack 40%. Come on, LeBron. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, this is an interesting group. First of all, I thought it was a weird coincidence that there are four sets of teammates okay. among those players across the entire league who take the longest, the, the most long twos. Okay. Brandon uh, Ingram and McCollum, PG and Kawhi, Devin Booker and Kevin Durant, yes. DeMar and Zach. Yes. Four sets of teammates yeah. that collectively make up eight of the top ten long two shooters in the NBA. What's up with that? That was very, very interesting. Could you put that back up, uh, Law, please? Leave it up yeah. there. That okay. was very. I'll go back on screen. Let's that, that was again. very interesting to me, though. That w- You're right, because when I was looking at it, I was like, man, that's a lot of teammates up here like mm-hmm. that. But then if there's a lot of teammates, then how come Zach and DeMar are always the ones getting the slack? about doing this when I don't see anything but teammates up here doing it. Yeah. I I also found it interesting as well. Everybody on this list is postseason. Everybody was. Either you're playing or you're in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, So Pels were playing. Yeah. Pels are playing. Bulls are playing. Uh, Obviously the Clippers. uh, Lakers also uh, playing. Right. Um, But everybody was either in the playoffs. Right. Everybody's in the playoffs. Everybody was in the playing. So I found that very, very interesting. Um, but, yeah, the fact that they're teammates, and we know DeMar is number one. I was more surprised at Zach being number three than I was with anything else on this list mm-hmm. um, because we know DeMar. I'm, I'm shocked it was only five. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, uh, seven like, and a half, yeah. I would have been like, yeah, that <laughs> like, sounds about real. right. Like, yeah, he does that. That's what he do. That's what he do. But, yeah, like seeing Zach right on par with guys like Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard and guys like that who I know – are mid-range guys, definitely, especially Kawhi Leonard. That's what he does. He's a mid-range dude. So the fact that he has a little bit more than him and is still on par with him was surprising to me. And then I'm like, well, does that mean I think Zach should take more threes? And then I looked it up, and I'm like, no, because Paul George is shooting about the same amount of threes per game as Mm -hmm. Zach is. And you want Zach, what, 10 threes if he wants? Sure. But he's about seven or eight. You know yeah. what I mean? Which is pretty normal for a guy, you know, in the NBA. That's pretty a normal thing that guys are uh, shooting threes right there. So, yeah, Zach was more surprising to me than DeMar th- at that point. But, yeah, good on So, him. So, and Channel 4 News has a comment that leads me to my next question. Channel 4 News fine. saying, percentages are fine. It's the volume that is troubling to me. Okay. So, between your two best players, Zach and DeMar, you're jacking up seven and a half long twos per game. Okay. Is that too many for an ideal shot profile in today's NBA? I think a lot of people would have quickly jumped to the answer, yes. Mm-hmm. With DeMar, it's always been like, yo, that's the old man game. That's the one that he's perfected with his footwork, with his body control, sometimes also leading to perfectly drawing fouls and getting the free throw line and getting easy points that way. Mm-hmm. If you can knock down deep twos at a clip, close to 50 percent mm-hmm. between 45 and 50 percent then that is a good value shot it is the question is five for demar seems fine and surprisingly low is zach take taking too many long twos as you bring up zach and his three-point shooting volume and the fact that the bulls how many times have we said this need to be a higher three-point volume shooting team next season yeah zach is shooting at the same efficiency as demar with about as half as many long two attempts per game. Wild. I don't necessarily <laughs> see a problem with that yeah. if Zach continues to hit them at that rate. Yeah. That's- I mean, yes, ideally we want Zach taking a bunch of threes and also attacking the rim sure. and getting to the free throw line. It's what he does well. I Is, is the volume troubling to you, Dave? I wanted to say yes until I looked at everyone else. 
and then I'm like, well, maybe it's not. Maybe I, maybe I can lose maybe one more. You know what I'm saying? And he can take another three outside of that two. But then I think about other things in Zach's game. One, he doesn't get the fouls called. That's always something I've complained about since he's been here. Right. And it's pretty evident. Like, you've seen him get slapped, scratched, clawed, all those things, and he doesn't get those foul calls. So that's one reason that he could be taking those twos. Because he's like, well, if you're not going to call it, then I got still got to score. You know what I mean? So that could be one of those reasons right there. Um, but it's still on the par with the NBA average. It's not like he's below average of it or, you know, just slacking, you know what I mean, in that. But it's the fact that we know you're so good at these threes and the fact that we knew the Bulls were so terrible at them that you wanted him to take more three-point shots. So I think the other, the bigger question for me now is that you've added Javon Carter and Torrey Craig, guys who can, actually, you know, shoot that three mm-hmm. and will shoot at a high volume. Are you comfortable with these numbers right here with Zach? Is this still on par with what you want from him? That 2.5, that that 40-plus percent uh, from the three-point line, that 45%, 47, whatever it is going to be from the field. Are you comfortable now with that, knowing that you have other shooters around him, and now it's not like, well, fine, I'm okay with you not wanting to take th- 10 three-pointers a game? Yeah. Um, at, like Two-and-a-half long twos to me does not seem like a – a problematic number yeah so long as he is hitting them at 45 percent or better yeah exactly. uh the, the i think that like the bigger question is how can the bulls as a team improve their overall shot profile this upcoming season and is it getting the ball moved around the floor more efficiently than they did last year when there was a lot of dead ball damar isoing zach isoing and does that in some way bring down DeMar or, and or Zach's volume of shooting long twos? Mm. Because if that's the case, if, it, if it's decreasing their collective volume of shooting 17 to 23 feet you know, uh, jump shots because they're getting better shots elsewhere, mm. then great. Mm. I'm happy. I love that. I think the reason we saw those two players collectively shoot that many long twos last season is because they couldn't generate a better shot. And when they did, the person that they passed to that had a better shot was like, oh, no, thank you, please. Yes. (laughs) These are all facts, right? Zach and DeMar got forced into taking a lot of long twos that maybe they weren't ideally planning on taking when they started that possession because nobody else on the floor with them felt confident enough to shoot the damn rock. Oh, my God, Pat. Play that in your brain all day long. Um, But, yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And that's, again, why that's the big question for me right here, bringing in guys who aren't going to be afraid to take those shots and who hit it at a pretty successful high clip. Also, like, how does that change these numbers for them? Like, honestly, in my head, I'm extra comfortable now with these numbers, with the guys that they brought in, because I'm like, okay, well, like you just said, like guys aren't going to be hesitant in taking those shots or creating shots for themselves. And Zach – won't have a problem going to the bucket as much, in my opinion, because now there'll be people he can actually kick it out to. That's one of the areas I like Zach's passing is when those those whipping it across the floor passes that he does really well. I know you pointed it out several Mm -hmm. times. When he whips that ball across, man, he does that really well. Now he can really do that going to the bucket because he's going to have shooters out there who, again, the key of this is they aren't afraid to take the shot. 
they be in position. Zach has hit many people in position. Sometimes they don't take the shot. These guys, they're shooting. It's going up, all right? And, and I like that, you know what I mean? And I enjoy that. So I wonder what change that will be in his game. He's still going to get his numbers, all yeah. right? He's still going to get his mid-range shots. He's going to do that. And DeMar is still going to get them too. But like you said, if those numbers go down – but it means it's because other players are getting buckets and the Bulls are getting more wins, Yeah, then we're not going to complain about it at all. Yeah. Um, DeMond in the comments saying, if you're going to shoot a long two, might as well take a three for the extra point. I mean, I, in, in, in layman's terms, yes, but, I mean, yeah. do you still, you know, have a dribble to take a step behind that three-point line? Do you have an opportunity for a step back to get behind the three-point line? A right. lot of that is circumstantial with what's going on in the possession. And I just looked this up. Zach's three-point attempt rate did not actually fall by that much last year compared to the 21-22 season. I think a lot of Bulls fans kind of felt like maybe it did. His three-point attempt rate in 21-22 was .401. Okay. .392. Last season. So not a huge drop-off there. No. The actual bigger drop-off was from the 2021 season to 21-22 when it fell from 0. .425 mm. to 0. .401. Yes. If he can get that three-point attempt rate back up above 0. .4 mm. and, and then maybe and then some – in in that vicinity where like you said like take seven seven to ten threes a game zach if, oh, yeah. if they are open if they if you have them then great take them but also in addition to that if you're getting open looks in the mid-range and you are confident and comfortable knocking those down yeah not just damar but if that's also now a, a comfortable element of zach's game mm-hmm. then let it fly man yeah you're one of the best scorers in the nba you are your job is to shoot and score yep <laughs> I don't care where the F you are on the floor. Just put it in the basket. That's what we do. And and you brought up the attempts. Like, it, in in, 20, in the 2020-2021 season, it was eight attempts a game, 8.2. Yeah. And like you said, when it dropped down the next season, 7.1. One of the main reasons it dropped down like that was because they had another shooter. Yeah. And Lonzo Ball, who was pulling that thing for him. And also, that meant Zach was an all-star that season as well. You know what I mean? Like, so everything kind of worked out. So – and the attempts didn't even change. He was 7.1 the, the last season. He was 7.1 this season. Yeah. So, like you said, there was no real super change in that. People were like, take 10. Of course you want them to because it wasn't anybody else there right. to do it. That's my whole thing. Yeah. It, we wanted it because no one else was there to do it. And you're like, Zach, you can do it, dog. Jack that sucker up, all right? Right. This is why we were scam boots. Jack them up, all right? Because nobody was there to do it. Now we got people there to do it. it I think it's a different story now. Yeah. Uh, the uh, percentage of Zach's field goal attempts from 17 feet to three-point line actually very steady from last season to the season prior. 0. .147. Uh, uh, so 14 and a half percent of his total field goal attempts came in that, you know, deep mid-range range okay. last season and the season prior. 14 and a half percent is actually 14.7 and 14.5, but basically identical. Mm. So it's not like he was jacking up more long twos mm-hmm. than he did the season prior. Mm-hmm. The percentage of his shots there, the same. And please keep in mind. The Bulls' three-point attempts that previous season was about 26. And this season, I believe, was 27. So he was taking seven (laughs) of those shots, dog. That is a pretty high damn percentage 
of the three-point attempts on your team. Right. You need more people shooting threes. Right. That's it, guys. Which means <laughs> even if his attempt, a percentage of attempts stays right around 14, 15% from that deep mid-range, that means 85% of Zach's shots are coming from behind the three-point line, yeah. at the rim, or short, basically in the paint mid-range. Damn. Fine. Yeah. That's great. I can live with 15% of his shots being long twos. Again, if he's making them at 45%. Correct. Because... In case you forgot what that NBA University graphic looked like, some of the best percentage across the NBA from that space on the floor. Vicious, man. Zach is the special basketball player. but It's wild. Yeah. He it's, is it's like a tenth wild. of a percentage point away from DeMar, who is known across the board as the mid-range king. Right. And Zach is like, oh, yeah, no, I do that too. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I'm good at that as well. And it all looks like easy. Like, I, I love those moments where the game just looks easy for him. I said it a million times. Yeah. Like, it just looks simple for him. And, and that's one of those moments is in the mid-range when he takes it, steps back, it just fires that joint up, and it hits nothing but the nylon, man. Yeah. It's, it's pretty to watch. Uh, Cameron chiming in, in the comments saying, the offense is going to look a lot better with this added shooting. Even if they aren't big-time players, they'll affect the looks that DeMar and Zach can't get. Floor spacing. Floor spacing. Yep. Floor spacing. That's it. We need that. Do you want two sets of headphones, bro? Uh, I do. I'm trying to also <laughs> make the Bears uh, podcast. You can show audio yourself. Show the right people now. what, 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 no, no. what we're like looking at. Some sort here. of alien bug with like yeah. four sets of Actually, eyes. I have this no is so like. Got on two. Like, how does yeah. does that help? Is that really well, help? so I'm listening to you guys in one ear, and I'm listening to this podcast how? in the other ear. How do you do I, that? That I, that's know. impossible for yeah. your brain to f- compute. You're an amazing person. Well, you know, for like. Point two seconds, you're not yelling, Peck, and that's when I'm really <laughs> focusing in on what Braggs is saying. Well, that means the other part I'm yelling. <laughs> like, like, like it's, no, it's how do you do it? What are you talking yelling? about? I don't yell. Yeah, what do you mean? I've never yelled before in my life. Ever. Uh, all right, let's take our first break here, and then when we come back, we'll dive into some NBA star teammate rankings uh, and then uh, talk about why Zach and Mark ain't on the list mm. that's coming up next while we share these words from our friends and sponsors do us a quick simple favor hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along on youtube and make sure you are subscribed to the chgo sports youtube channel today's show brought to you by our friends at the goose island beer company mm-hmm. honk honk <laughs> <laughs> it's chicago's beer and it has been since 1988 mm. they have an impeccable beer roster including of course the goose ipa i just put f- three four packs of the tall boys in the fridge because i was disappointed that there were no cold ones when i got here today because i wanted a cold goose ipa well thinking about himself i'll have one tomorrow because they'll be cold by then yes this is true (laughs) the six-time medal winner at the great american beer fest always the style the citrus aroma the bold hop finish plus the line of goose island beer hugs the hazy the neon the tropical try them all but maybe not back to back to back because they are hefty beers. Mm. They're delicious, though. The always popular in the summertime 312 Wheat Ale. You can watch Cody chug those after Cubs victories on CHGO postgame. A lot of them. And me and Big Dave's current favorite, the Full Pocket Pilsner. It's the everyday beer. It's what the brewers are drinking mm-hmm. and what those who want to drink what the brewers are drinking are also drinking. Mm-hmm. Grab Ultra Fresh Brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park or from their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown, just a stone's throw from our West Loop studios here at CHGO. Mm-hmm. Goose Island Beer Company, it's Chicago's beer. It's what ah, it is. Ah, honk, 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 
God, I want a cold one right now. Oh, he's so disappointed that they weren't frosty cold. And there goes the hatch. Oh, dude, no. we got a dude, hat throw. Did you, did you see? I did. I did. It's, it's in the office. Same shot as when you were remote Monday, and I was like, "Yo, Ooh. I got it through the doorway of Kevin's office." I am impressed. And you and weren't here to see the away Also, and you got it over that. It means it's nothing. I am the Demar and Zach mid-range king mm. of throwing my hats through Kevin's doorway now. This is fair. This is fair. You know why he's able to do that? He's drinking his AG1. Mm. That's why he's on that, ladies and gents. <laughs> Strong. Strength. Don't ever do that again. You look like you hurt yourself. Yes, it really did. It did, didn't it? Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> this is my secret. I'm always angry. <laughs> but he chills out because he gets his AG1, y'all. Those 75 high-quality ingredients gives him that key daily nutrients to support his energy, his focus, his strength, his clarity and Lord have mercy, you cannot forget it. The adaptogen, the all in his soul feels nice. Guess who also had their AG one today? This guy. Oh, had my AG one today. Let's go. I said to myself, wait a minute, I had no AG one in a minute. Shake that, that, rip, dip, drink. Ah, it was amazing. Thank you, AG1, because now I'm going to be even more annoyingly positive. And it's awesome. Lawrence, did you have your AG1? I can't lie. I did not. How dare you, sir? That's why I have four headphones on my This head is true. Right now. That's the face. Put your face on the screen again, oh boy, please, here sir. We go. Here we go. You want to see the difference, mm -hmm. ladies and gentlemen? Let me show you. This is, the, this is what not drinking your AG1 looks like. Two pairs of headphones on. Don't know which way is loose. Nope. But this guy over here, hat through the door over the chair. That's AG1 all day. Oh, so why don't you go ahead and get yourself some as well. So, comprehensive solution is what you need. It's your supplement routine. AG1, get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five of those free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to drinkag1.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls. That's drinkag1.com slash C-H-G-O Bulls and check it out because it's A-G-1. You scoop it, you dump it, you shake it, you drink it. Then what you do, law dog? You feel it. Ooh, Boom. There it is. I like that. Fantastic. Super duper. Super duper. <laughs> uh, all right, moving along. In the latest slap across Bulls fans' faces from Bleacher Report, <laughs> they ranked the NBA's best superstar duos in a recent column. There they you did. see it if you're watching along on YouTube. Thank you, Lawrence. Uh, and they had criteria that they used to come up with these rankings. We can talk about it and whether or not we agree with them and where these star duo teammates are ranked, mm -hmm. but they basically use per cleaning the glass. Thank you for always providing those delicious NBA stats. Combined EPM, estimated plus minus, combined estimated wins, and combined net rating when the players are on the floor together. Mm -hmm. So using those key three stats to formulate these rankings, they have honorable mentions listed of Tatum and Brown in Boston, Embiid and Harden in Philly, Kawhi and PG in L.A. Mm -hmm. Just missing the cut, so like not quite as honorable mentions. <laughs> they have Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland in Cleveland, mm -hmm. Fox and Sabonis in Sacramento, mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler and Bam in Miami, okay. Steph and Draymond in Golden State. Okay. Then you get to the actual top <clears throat> five. 
Luca and Kyrie, ew, gross. <laughs> LeBron and Anthony Davis, ew, also gross. Jokic and Murray at three, disrespectful. It's completely. Giannis and Drew Holiday at two. Mm. Kevin Durant and Devin Booker taking the number one spot. Okay. So, the combined net ratings of those top five increase incrementally and in some cases exponentially. Luka and Kyrie on the floor together last season for Dallas were plus 4.6, 80th percentile. LeBron and AD on the floor together had a plus 6.2 net rating, 86th percentile. Joker and Jamal plus 12.7, 98th percentile. Giannis and Holiday plus 14.3, 99th. KD and Booker in a Small sample size. Mm -hmm. I think between the end of the regular season and their playoff series, they played 19 games together. Yeah. But in those 19 games, plus 18.4. Pretty high. 100th percentile. Mm -hmm. Original thoughts on the stats chosen to make these rankings of star duo teammates, Dave, and how it shook out. Yeah, this is dumb. Um, It's dumb. Not with it at all. Not with it. I'll say that's my... My friend Draven Corden, the sources, tells me all the time, you cannot watch basketball from a stat sheet. You have to open your eyes and watch the damn game. First of all, to have a dude who just played together 18 games as number one is crazy as hell. Second of all, the duo who actually beat them, <laughs> who, you, who whooped their ass, as a matter of fact, you had them not second, but third. Push, oh. Pushed them to six games. Oh, oh. It was like the only kind of challenging only series that Denver faced. Yeah, they felt because they weren't hitting their shots. Yeah, my God. And shot, I don't even want to disrespect Devin Booker. He was amazing Dude. in in the damn playoffs. Yeah. He was awesome. All right? He was. He was truly awesome. But they were giving it to Kevin Durant, dog. They were, Aaron Gordon? Lord, have mercy. <laughs> but, dude, the team that actually has one of these sitting on their mantelpiece right now, right there, that team is the team you're telling me is third? The people we saw have triple-doubles. We saw Jokic and Murray get triple-doubles. Setting NBA playoff records basically every night on their run to a 16-4 and playoff record and a championship. How? <laughs> How? How? Like, now, I, if you want to argue top two, fine. That's the argument I have. But to put that third, I immediately disregarded you. Like, I was like, nope, you don't know what you're talking about, dog. Third? That, them dudes, the MVP, the two the back-to-back MVP up until Joel B won it. And then Jamal Murray, who has just been absolutely bonkers and out of his mind. Those dude, These are the dudes you say, nah, that's third. We're going to go with uh, Giannis, who was also hurt a lot. And then we're going to put it with Kevin Durant and Booker, who only played 18 games. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? What are you for real? What are you doing? Well, it's clear what they're doing is basing all of the rankings solely on numbers. (laughs) Which, again, as we said at the top of today's show, we were going to talk about some numbers. We did. Numbers don't tell the whole story. They do not. But when it comes to how the Bulls and their star duo of Zach and Damar uh, fit into this and the fact that they did not actually fit into this but right. were omitted from it, right. it's because they did it by the book yeah. of numbers. Did it by these book of numbers. But that's the only thing that made me disregard it was seeing that duo number three. When I saw that number three, you lost credibility for me on this, man. And I'm sure Matt's going to break down some other numbers about DeMar and Zach, and we'll get into that for sure. But, yeah, that was my first thought seeing that was, oh, this is dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Uh, Colin agrees with you, saying dumb, just hey, dumb. 
Uh, Cameron thinking Demar and Zach should have at least been on the almost honorable mentions. Uh, Demond saying no, they shouldn't have because Demar and Zach don't elevate each other, and that is the big red flag question mm. that may have some Bulls fans worried as the. Hashtag continuity train rolls right on into the 22-23, excuse me, 23-24 yeah. season. What chug year it, is it? it. Holy it, shite. It, um, getting grown, Matt. So, <laughs> Fly Dub saying it's a stat we've been aware of for a couple of seasons. That's why I had hoped DeMar would have been traded for a two-way guy that has an outside game. So, speaking of those numbers we're aware of. People talk about the whole Zach, DeMar, and Vooch thing and the fact that that trio played a lot of minutes, the most minutes of any trio in the sure. NBA, and had basically a flat net zero rating here also from cleaning the glass um that our pal will the goat looked up earlier today are zach and demar's versions of these same numbers that they used mm. to categorize the best star duos their estimated epm 5.7 mm. combined estimated wins 21.4 mm-hmm. net rating just 57th percentile mm. across the league Barely above net zero Mm-mm-mm. at plus 0.8. Mm. When, if you recall back to the number five ranked duo of Luca and Kyrie, were plus 4.6. Yes. So a far ways away at plus 0.8 is where DeMar and Zach were as a on-the-court-together combined net rating duo last mm. season. Yeah, that's wild. It's not great. <laughs> I'm saying it like that. It's not great. Uh-oh. And you get it. That's the reason that I on not. It's <laughs> the reason that I, they're not on this list. And it's understandable if you're like, well, these are the numbers going by. Well, then they're not on that list because of that. So yeah, you played the stat game and you lost <laughs> on that one. Good day, sir. Good day, sir. <laughs> and but it's funny. But for me, it also equates to wins, though. Honestly, it, it, that's what it kind of balances out to. Um, I went back and looked at other lists throughout the past couple years when DeMar and Zach have been together, just mm-hmm. as far as what did they have these other duos rank? Take a guess as to when they actually had them actually ranked as a top five duo in the NBA. Shocker is when they were winning. <laughs> Shocker. It's, oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. When they were 31 <laughs> and 18, they were number five. Somebody was like, wow, this duo is amazing together. Yeah, we get it. But it was, it was, I think it's just really that, honestly. I really do think it's that. I don't know the numbers of the other guys that are in the honorable mention uh, as far as where they're ranked, as far as that mm-hmm. percentile is concerned. I'll be curious to know that. But for me, everybody you mentioned has something to do with winning. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody on it is like, okay, they won. Okay, they won. Okay, yeah, 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 wins. That's how you get it. That's the only way for me to get on these kind of lists. The Bulls haven't won. Therefore, they didn't get this love. When they were winning at that half point in the season, they were all over all kinds of lists. They were on the cover of magazines. They were on Slam Magazine together and all that, man. You get those accolades when you win. That's just really the case for me. Win. Yeah. (laughs) That's the bottom line, Lawrence. Win. Give me the W's, man. That's what you got to have for that. And the duo is really good together. Like, they are. They are so – like, scoring-wise, they're really good together. The game in Minnesota – when DeMar had 49 and Zach had 39, that's the most points by any duo in Bulls history. That means they beat Jordan and Pippen. I remember the Jordan and Pippen game against Indiana when they both had 40, all right? They scored more than them. You know what I mean? Like, that's saying something. In Bulls history, that also puts them in the top 10 all time of any duo ever mm-hmm. to score that many points. That's saying something. They are together that season that just 
his MVP season, right. where he had 27.9 a game, and Zach was averaging like 24.4. That puts them in the top 25 all time, as far as duos concerned, Ooh. as far as scoring. That's what puts them in there for that, man. So their success there mm. for them, it just hasn't equated to the wins. That's yeah. all we're talking about. And speaking of equating to wins, there are some of these uh, duos ranked um, in this list whose estimate combined estimated wins are close to Zach and DeMars. Mm -hmm. Zach and DeMars uh, that you saw in that graphic combined estimated wins last season was 21.4. Anthony Davis and LeBron had a combined estimated win total of Mm 22.9 last season. So not Mm -hmm. that far off. However, take into account the fact that Zach and Demar both played lots of games last year. Mm-hmm. AD and LeBron both missed a bunch mm-hmm. of games last year mm-hmm. and still managed that combined estimated win total. And also went very far in the playoffs. That they did. Yeah. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, 23.8 combined estimated wins. Not that far ahead of Zach and Demar. This thing. But, you know, combined estimated wins as a stat versus what did the Bulls do? Oh, they finished 40 and 42. <laughs> And uh, Zach and Demar had barely above a net zero yeah. on the court together net rating. That's not ideal, and it is worrisome. Yeah. Uh, as some Bulls fans in the comments are saying, like that's Zach and Demar. Do they create assists for one another? Do they complement each other? That is the thorn in the side question that Bulls fans have been asking and worrying that the answer to is no mm-hmm. for a couple of years now. The other thing that's interesting to think about is when you take Zach – with one of the other key rotation guys. Okay. Or when you take DeMar with one of the other key rotation guys, mm-hmm. especially, let's say, somebody who is excellent on the defensive end, then you get really strong net ratings in those two-man lineups. Yeah. And like, okay, so I'm just pulling these two examples, but these are two of dozens of examples of Zach and a teammate and DeMar and a teammate having okay. strong net ratings last season on the court together. Okay. Zach Levine and Alex Caruso plus 7.1 mm. in their shared minutes on the floor together last year. DeMar DeRozan and Kobe White plus 8.3 mm. in their shared minutes on the floor together last season. Mm. So how the hell is it that Zach plus DeMar equals basically zero? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> the math ain't mathing and not working today. And that's what we have to figure out because we know that, okay, you've got these two guys who are both all-stars, hell, who were all-stars in the same season when they were here on this team. They both have that talent. They both have that skill. How do you make it work together consistently for the Chicago Bulls to get more wins and more W's? Is it simply is – it, is it as simple as you just need a point guard? Is it that simple? Because the reason I can point to it is because that's when I saw it work. Yeah. <laughs> it's when they had Cam- one. Cameron in the comments <laughs> just said Zach DeMar works well when they had a point guard. Yeah, there it and is. And more shooting. That's all I'm saying, Cam. Roster construction, the bigger issue than simply just their respective play styles. Mm-hmm. I just – I'm really – is it that simple? I just feel like it's that simple because I've seen it work so damn well. And if I saw it work just okay, like, oh, it's all right. You know, maybe you should try something else. No, it was gangbusters <laughs> when, it, when it was working. You know what I mean? The only problem was they couldn't beat the big teams. Right. That was the big issue. Like, they, and, I've, and that's what it looks like when it's a first team together. Like, oh, yeah, you have to learn how to win. Okay, that makes sense. But no, it's like, damn, you remove the point guard. Now nobody's like, okay, well, who gets the ball? You get the ball, you get the ball, you get the ball. Nobody knows who gets the damn ball anymore. (laughs) All right? So that's what has me figured out. Hopefully Javon Carter can provide, you know, some of that salve 
on on that point guard position and kind of mellow things out. Hopefully, Io has some growth in that year. Hopefully, Kobe has some growth in that year and could provide that kind of help because you're not going to replace a guy like Lonzo Ball. That's an elite point guard right there, as he showed you. But you can mull it over and and get by with certain kind of guys. And Javon Carter might be that guy. But we'll see if the season goes on. Uh, Okay, let's take our second break real quick. Then we'll come back to wrap up with a few more thoughts on this whole Zach DeMar duo situation uh, and what the Bulls might be able to do better. And uh, I see people in the comments talking, maybe bringing Billy Donovan and his coaching into this equation. What might he be able to do better to help Zach and DeMar perform better when they're on the floor together next season? Mm -hmm. While we are sharing these words from our fans and sponsors, you know the drill. Hit the thumbs up if you haven't done so yet, Mm -hmm. because we appreciate it. And uh, make sure you're subscribed. Big Dave, who's next? Uh, I hit up baby Joey on the text, and I just asked him. I was like, hey, man, when your uncle coming back? When's he on the way? Where the hell is Uncle Joey? And he says, hey, man, you know how it is. And that's it. That's it. That's, <laughs> that's all, all he, he said? said. You know how it well, is. That doesn't make me feel good. I don't, I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? But then he sent me another text after that with a rose, and it just said, he never understood either. That's all it said. He said he never understood either. Baby Joey don't get it. Big Joey don't get it. Lawrence don't get it. Matt don't get it. I don't get it. Why? These glasses got to cost so much money. Why do you have to pay so much money to put some premium polarized frames on your beautiful face? Why? Shady Ray said, guess what? We're going to do something about it. Independent Sunglasses Company offers that world-class product just as good as any expensive pair you ever put on your sexy face. The durable frames, the extremely colored optics for your outdoor, and as this man over here is proving, your indoor adventure. Not a word. And, of course, the matte pack lost and broken replaces. Plan! Oh, post! He was going for it. Going for it again. <laughs> yeah, he, were. he was going for it. Damn, I just picked that up. I, <laughs> you knew what was going to happen. It was, it was well-timed. Come on, what show have you been watching? I needed it back. <laughs> Visual <laughs> aids are crucial, Lawrence. I'm telling you, man. This why we think he has a stack of hats during the you season. You can leave it there for the rest of the show. I, oh, no, but, he's already uh, up. He's already up. <laughs> and you're going to throw it again. It's going to happen. Yeah, maybe. And just so it's going to have it. Yeah. There it is. But let's say it was glasses on that. Touchdown Bears. <laughs> glasses on that. Hit that wall. Those glasses broke apart. Guess what? You can put them into an envelope. Send them right on back to Shady Rays. Mm-hmm. Guess what you're going to have right back on your face? Zoop. Blackout. <laughs> New frames. Fresh on your face. No questions asked. And let's say you bought some glasses that you saw somebody wearing. You thought they were cool. You said, man, they could work on me. You put them on and you said, damn, I look like a mud duck. This ain't rocking right now. You can send those back in and get the pair that fits you even better. As long as you do it within 30 days, it's free. No risk when you shop and they always got your back. So, exclusively for the listeners out there, Shady Rays getting away the best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO. For 50% off of two plus pairs of premium polarized shades. Travel yourself. Shades that are rated five stars, but with 250,000 people. Because it's shady rays, y'all. Well, the rays are oh so shady. You need the rays. You need the rays. For so many reasons. So many. One of which, your future's so bright. Oh. Gotta wear sunglasses. You know why your future's so bright? Because you got your degree or finished the degree you were working on Mm -hmm. from Lewis University. Good on you. Another one of our friends and sponsors. Students at Lewis are just like you. They've got a full-time job. They've got families. They've got a full-time sports fandom (laughs) that takes a lot of time. 
but they still managed to go back to school and earn a respected degree from Lewis University, located just 35 miles southwest of Chicago in Romeoville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's ranked as one of the U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Mm -hmm. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended scheduling formats so that you can balance your work life, your family life, your education, and your sports fan life, too. Mm. Their faculty brings real-world experience and instruction to the classroom, which is immediately relevant to your career. They offer career support and academic resources mm -hmm. for their adult students. Maybe you're looking to complete your bachelor's degree or your master's degree. Maybe you're trying to enroll in a professional certificate program. Lewis has all of that. Yeah, they do. And they've got the right program for you. Whatever you want to study, criminal justice, data science, computer science, software engineering, cybersecurity, business analytics, finances. You can get an MBA, project management, aviation maintenance and technology. <laughs> Whatever you want, go study it. Get yourself a degree. Do it. From Lewis University. Discover how a degree from Lewis can help you build a better world around you and allow you to still be a diehard Chicago sports fan oh. because of their wonderful opportunities to blend your scheduling. Two for one. Learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this. Yes, one can. more time, that website, lewisu.edu slash you can do this because you can. All night long. All night long. All night. Ooh. All night. Mm. Saying that at karaoke. Well, no, my sister sang karaoke in my nephew's wedding. Did you? Sang all night long. I said, I sang the backup. Nicely you done. sang back. Yes. Did you sing a solo of your own at I did not. the wedding? I did not. Karaoke. Oh, I did not. That seems like if a you were singing a karaoke song, what would it be? If you were like, I, I got to bring the house down right now. It depends on where I am. Okay. It really does. It depends on where I am. I am very picky, as you know, Matt. I'm very picky on stuff. So when somebody <laughs> wants me to sing a song, you know, I'll sit there and go through books for 30 minutes. And I'll be like, every song I think of, it's not in there. And I'll be like, nope, sorry, nope, 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 and I won't do it. So sometimes so you're I'm, you're looking for some deep cuts, is what you're saying. Hey, you and know, they, and they ne they never have your deep. They cuts. They never have my deep cuts. But I would say, the, what was the last time I went to karaoke? What did I do? Oh, I did uh, "Super Freak" by Rick James. That's a great Ow. one. I did that. That that is vocally challenging too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's surprised by that? I killed it. But I don't know. It just depends on the mood. What yeah. am I in? Is this something romantic that needs to be sung? Is this something that needs to bring the crowd up? Yes. Is there a rap song that needs to happen or occur? Is there a rock song I could tap into here? So many options, man. You know, I, I'm all over the place. Like like my man Adam said, I'm ranging. As, as Adam <laughs> said, big range I'm of ranging. musical taste from this guy right Very here. Very rangy, bro. I, what, I, what did I you think of him picking with you, Jurassic man. 5 as the first band Pinning you down for mm -hmm. your your uh, Bulls starting lineup entry. I'm so. glad I'm glad you asked me that because you know I had thoughts. Of course. So first of all, is it about music? He's got thoughts. First, when he said it, and I was like, okay, I can see that. That was my first thought because I thought I heard the song in my head. I heard the beat. I do like the beat, and I'm like, yeah, that do sound like something I would walk to, walk out. Here's the difference though. If I'm coming out in Chicago, it's gonna be somebody from Chicago who I come out to. Period. I respect that. That's all it is. It's gonna be somebody from Chicago. And that's what it's going to be. So maybe some Twister or something like that. You know what I mean? Anything. It could even be Fallout Boy. I don't care. Yeah. But it's going to be somebody from Chicago who I come out to. Speaking of, I just saw this on Instagram the other day. Did you know that Fallout Boy recently released a new version of We Didn't Start the Fire? Oh, no. Yeah. Stop it playing. is dope. 
Oh, I got to hear this. Dude, the lyrics are <laughs> incredible. It's all stuff that's happened like in the 2000s. Oh, so they remixed it that way. They remixed oh. We Didn't Start the Fire with brand new lyrics. Wow. All of like stuff that's happened in the last 20 years. Okay, I am intrigued. Yeah. I am definitely intrigued it's by this. Dope. You, you intrigued, Lado? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't. You're not a Fallout Fall Boy guy? Boy, so. What about We Didn't Start the Fire? Love that. I love, yeah. my, love my William Joel. Dude. Yes. William Joel? Yes. You should you should find that song and give it a listen because yes, it's should, dope. man. For I, the longest I, time. I, I, oh, <laughs> See what I nice. See what I did there? You like Hell that? Yeah. Like that? Yeah. Think what I did there. Hey, yeah. hey. A little something. Take a little it back to Allentown right there. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> DeMonte and uh, Shaka Khan, maybe? Oh, Shaka Khan, Lewis University graduate also. Maybe some Shaka Khan. Yeah, I'll come Shaka out to Khan, Shaka, Shaka Khan, Khan and Rufus. That'd be awesome, man. Ain't nobody. Yeah, I can walk out to that. Ain't nobody. Yeah. Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, I can walk out to that. Mm-hmm. It's so much that Chicago has done. So much, man. You can come out some Quincy Jones. Like, it's so much, dog. Rhyme Fest. Brand Rhyme, new. Brand new. Mm-hmm. Although you can't play that because the Bulls are just continuity, so you can't play that Because <laughs> it's not brand new. Right. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, yeah good job. Uh, Very well done. Speaking of said continuity, uh, mm-hmm. Zach and Damar jacking up a bunch of shots. Uh, that, <laughs> that, that is the... The road we were going down before that ad break and then tangent about karaoke songs. <laughs> they should never let us do stuff. To uh, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Demond chiming in uh, at the tail end of that conversation before the break saying it's on Billy. This this failure for Zach and Demar's shared minutes on the floor to be a net positive for the Bulls being a Billy Donovan problem. Okay. Do you agree with that? And if so... And, and maybe, again, some of the new pieces that somebody else was talking about in the comments, I think Cameron, that you got more floor spacers around Zach and Demar now when they're sharing the floor. So we might see less of I go, you go, ISO, ISO, yeah. but a more cohesive, fluid offensive system. Do you think that Billy can change the offense up enough from last year's very shallow and pedantic version of an NBA offense to – Something that works for both of those guys. Yes. Um, first of all, he said pedantic, which I haven't heard since sure the cartoons. I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to cartoons who used to actually have words that Wait, I could learn by. Cartoons? Yeah, I heard that in a cartoon when huh. I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Cultured. Um, <laughs> Too bad Uncle Joey's not here for the vocabulary <laughs> lesson. Put that on the list. Oh, shirtless one that has a period. Yeah. Ah! Shout is. out to you. He heard, he heard you singing Shaka Khan. Yes, he was he like, did. what's going on? What? What's happening right there? <laughs> and he looks over. I saw him. I saw him looking over. Hey, on. buddy. I, I want to know, like, who was it that said pedantic? Was it Foghorn Leghorn? I, 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 say, I say not, son. You're stuck that on, is a dude, pedantic. Dude, watch some old school cartoons back in the day, bro. Like, for real, they had okay. a lot of four... Of uh, syllable words that were said a lot, yeah. bro. Like G.I. Joe and Transformers and all those things. They okay. a lot. Yeah. I didn't realize so I went back and watched it. I was like, damn, no wonder I was smart. <laughs> uh, I, I appear to but, have found uh, some anime show with an episode called The Pedantic Romantic. Come on, baby. Hey, come on. <laughs> Teach the babies. Teach them. Uh, but yes, Billy Donovan. Is it his fault? Yes and no. Uh, I always feel like losing and winning is something that is done together by everybody. Like, and I'm talking front office, you know what I'm saying, management, coaching, and players. Everybody does that together. So with this, yes, because this has been a complaint of Billy is that he hasn't been a guy who has, you know, been able to figure things out as far as the team and where guys need to be being creative you know they, he's been accused of that several times not knowing where to put guys at we talked about it 
uh, last show, Will and I, we were talking about Patrick Williams mm-hmm. and not putting him in the right spot to where he needs to be and stuff like that. So, yeah, Billy can get some blame, you know what I mean, on that as far as uh, how guys are set up and going, you go, I go, you go, I go. But I put it more on no <laughs> on this one because of this one, I, d- I do look at what's around you and what you have on this team. And, like, okay, well, what do you want them to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, we're down by six. What do you want me to do? I got DeMar DeRozan. I got Zach Levine. I got two of the best fourth quarter dudes in the NBA for the last two years. What do you want me to do? I'm giving them the damn ball. Like, you figure it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. That's always been Billy's kind of MO, right? Mm-hmm. Gets it to his point guard, and the point guard, he gives him all kind of free range. Let's him do his thing, lets him call the plays, figure it out. It's worked for him very well. Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, SGA, Lonzo Ball. That's why his offense has worked so well. He's had really high IQ guys at that position. When that got removed from him, that cut off some of what he does best. So when he got he's got to figure out who's gonna play the point guard position. One day it's Ayo, one day it's uh uh Alex. One day it's Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day it's Pat, Pat uh, Beverly. So when that kind of gets cut off from him, yeah, that's gonna, it's not going to look as uh, cohesive and correct. But the reason I put it more on no is because of that. Like when you don't have that but your two best guys are the ones who have to have the ball for you to have a chance to win the game, what do you want me to do? I can't run a ball control kind of offense here when I just got to get the ball in their hands. What do you want the ball, Demar? What are you comfortable with the ball? Do you remember when we went and saw them play Memphis uh, live, right? Mm-hmm. You remember that game? It was a tough game defensively, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in that fourth quarter, the Bulls came back because they just gave it to DeMar Rosen. It was like, DeMar, go to work. Right. That's not a bad strategy, you know, when it's working right there, man. So I can't so, totally blame him for this. That, and that's the other thought I had when trying to figure out, okay, how does Billy fix this? The other direction he could go is say, I'm not going to try to force fixing this. I'm going to embrace and accept the fact that DeMar is great Ooh. as an independent scorer. Mm. Zach Levine is great yeah. as an independent scorer. really is. Stagger their minutes even more aggressively than he has thus far. Mm-hmm. Always have one of them on the floor, yeah. but have their time on the floor be more independent than shared. Mm. Is okay. there a way that you think it could work if Billy tried that route instead of trying to find ways to have them both on the floor and figuring out ways where they're they're not just butting up against each other offensively. Throughout the game, yes. In the fourth quarter, all bets are off. But throughout the game, yes, you can find that. And I think you can find it now because, again, Javon Carter, Torian Craig, you have more options about what you can do with your lineup. And you have more guard options about what you can do with your lineup now. Mm-hmm. So now Zach doesn't, might not have to be out there at the start of the second quarter. Remember, we, he would have uh, DeMar playing with the uh, second unit a lot more. That might change as well. Let's put DeMar's age in this also. So maybe he wants to give him a little more time off, you know, in that second quarter. Right. Give him a little more rest because he's getting a little older. And so that can open up some things as well. But now having all these guards, those death, that death by a thousand cuts that I talk about so much, having all of that at your disposal will change things for him, man. Javon Carter will help. Torrey Craig will help. You will see a difference in that going forward for the Bulls because this second unit – I will put up against a lot of other teams' second units, and I don't even know who's going to be on the second unit. But just the talent that of the names we're going to say, mm-hmm. and you're putting them in the second unit, yeah, bring out whoever you want to. 
Billy Donovan now has more options. So now I think it's more fair to judge him now yeah. going into this season to be like, okay, Billy, you didn't do this one on that one, bro. And don't give me that. You didn't have these guys. You had guys to do it with. So now I think it's more fair to judge him. And I think you'll see more success for it too, though. I hope so. Uh, I hope so. I think that we praised Billy for taking the pieces he had last year and managing to make a top five defense out of it. Mm -hmm. I think where Billy deserved some legitimate criticism last season is in the lack of creativity of the pieces he had offensively. Yeah. While we also said many nights, look, it's not Billy's fault because he didn't reconstruct the roster. Right. He's got no freaking three-point shooters out there. Zero. That's not on Billy. No. But doing better with the pieces he has – he did that defensively. He did not do it offensively. No. Can he improve upon it? <laughs> he did. So real quick, let's just 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 to toss out there as a prediction. Do you see Demar and Zach having a better or worse net on the floor rating together next season beyond the zero point eight that we saw last season? Ooh, it's a great question. I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna be annoyingly positive and say better. <laughs> How did I know well, that? I say it's not gonna be better. More wins for the team, I think, will mean better uh, net positive ratings for those two guys. I hope you're right. I, I genuinely hope you're right. Like, I, I don't like we see them heavily. Believe that it will happen yet because I don't know how much Carter and Craig are gonna move that needle. Right, right. I'm, I'm. I'm cautiously optimistic, yeah. bordering on still skeptical. That's fair. Because that's how I live my that's, life. That is exactly uh, how I live his life. That is fair. Shout out to Mr. Unrealized Prophet uh, with a nice comment uh, saying that it, uh, you guys are great, especially considering how hard it is to make Bulls content. Hey, For real. Love. Thank you. Uh, Fred, is that you? you Mr. Unrealized Prophet, is that you? Thank you. We appreciate Bark twice you. if you're yes, in Milwaukee. Very, very unrealized. Uh, and yes, Sean Connolly, I was making a subtle nod to Family Eye earlier with the uh, shallow and pedantic. <laughs> yes, you were. Damn pedantic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, well yes, Lois, I find this meatloaf shallow and pedantic. Ah, Lois, hey. that is just morbidly obese. Well played. Uh, <laughs> Both of these dudes. This is for... <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, Meg. Shave a man's back for him and you'll have him purring like a walrus. <laughs> Man, I haven't watched Family Guy in oh, a long time. It's been a minute. Old school Family Guy. Is class. It's the same thing that happened with The Simpsons. Like yeah. They have six or seven seasons that were incredible, and then everything they've made since then. <laughs> they ran out. They ran out of ideas. It's funny, because I, I stopped watching, because I'm like, well, it's always going to be new to me. Yeah. So I could just tune in, though. But yeah, Simpsons run is epic, bro. That run of the epic. Epic. Um, that is it for today. We are out of time. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you for hitting house. the thumbs up button. Mm -hmm. Please do so now if you haven't done so already. It helps us out a ton. A ton. Uh, also, tell your friends and family about uh, us here in our bull show. If uh, you want to get more people tuning in to interact within the comments every day. We going golfing? Um, no. 25th? No, <laughs> I am not, Come but y'all should at the CHGO kickoff I, wait, classic at Cog Hill. Are even going to be there? No. Maybe. What the hell, man? I might be I driving might be around there. in a car with a beer sleeve. I haven't decided I'll yet. tell you, I'm, I will be. I got a foursome. I'm all excited oh, okay. about it. I'm not, if I'm there, I'm not playing. That's, I, fine. That's fine. It's Friday, August 25th. I, I cannot be there because I'm uh, out of town for a wedding that You did say that. Yeah. <sighs> you did say that. Otherwise, I would be there with a beer sleeve okay. and a cart. Okay. Not playing golf. Well, then I'll be drinking a beer for him. Giddy you up. sound really disappointed, man. I, honestly, <laughs> I, I would prefer you to be there but not play because then that means you would be driving around and then I could actually see you as yeah. opposed to not, you know, I'd just be playing golf. And Listen, yeah. if, you, uh, just, if I show up, give me a cart. 
Yeah. If I don't get a cart, I'm be highly upset. This man needs a cart. <laughs> I want my cart. Mostly right. because it has a roof and shade. Boom. Keep this man cool. Just going to be drinking in the summertime. Hanging out. I know what matters to him. He's on it. He gets it. We are back tomorrow. As I said earlier, special time. We are pushing from 4 to 5.30 p.m. start time tomorrow's show. We will be back in studio. Our guy, Will the Goat Godley, will be back with us. In the meantime, you can follow Will on Twitter, Will underscore Godley, Big Dave, bow, BWL Sports, I'm Bulls underscore Peck. We are ZHO underscore Bulls. Mm -hmm. Shout out and thanks to our friend and our producer, Lawrence on the controls. Loud out. Thanks, guys. Talk to you tomorrow, Bulls Nation. See Red, be good. Peace.